Again, O learned people, I seek your verdict for the third time regarding the person you have heard about and the blessings that God Almighty has bestowed upon him. God has granted him further signs aside from these that people might recognize him. One of these signs is that the shooting stars broke apart and fell down on two occasions to support him. The moon and the sun testified to his truthfulness when they were eclipsed in the month of Ramadan. The Holy Quran had prophesied about them when it mentioned both of these am- The Holy Quran had prophesied about them when it mentioned both of these among the signs of the latter days. Then the Hadith elaborated on what the Holy Quran had mentioned in brief. Certainly God Almighty had also informed his humble servant about them, as was recorded in Brahina Ahmadiyya long before their occurrence. O honorable people, there are certainly signs in them for all who have eyes. Therefore give a clear verdict and be rewarded from Allah the Exalted. Is this the act of Allah or the fabrication of a human being? Moreover, among the signs is that God Almighty informed him of great earthquakes in far-off lands and in this country before their occurrence and before there were any indications of their appearance. Accordingly, you have heard what has happened in this country and around the globe. You are all well aware of how mankind was hit by these calamities in such a manner that the sun rose upon bustling populations, but when it set, it set upon entire metropolises, lying destroyed with the roofs of the houses, raised to the ground, burying their inhabitants and filling the houses with death and grief. Assemblies were moved from palaces to graves and the gathering places vanished underground, thus exposing life to be nothing more than a mirage or a bubble of water upon the surface of the sea. Anxiety stamped the hearts of those who survived and grief tore apart their bosoms. Ways to the ground were the mansions to reside in which they so proudly vied with one another and which they considered a distinction to abide in. This series of earthquakes has neither relented nor has it ended. Rather, the one that is imminent will be of much greater severity than the earlier ones. Verily, it is means of enlightenment for the righteous people. Therefore, O equitable people, explain and be rewarded. Are these divine signs or forgeries hatched by fabricators? Believers are those who are truthful when they speak, and when they are appointed to give a verdict, they are just and they do no wrong. But those who fear people as they should fear Allah, and hide the truth as if it would cut off their noses, i.e. degrade them or put them behind bars, are women in the garb of men, and disbelievers in the guise of believers. Another sign is that Allah informed this servant of his of the plague that was to break out in this country and indeed in all directions and all religions. He said, diseases will spread and lives will be lost. So you have seen that quite like voracious animals, the plague has played havoc with people's lives. You witnessed how the plague ran rampant in this country and quite a large number of people were killed. It still attacks like wild beasts and keeps roaming and seizing people every day. With each passing year, it becomes more dreadful than the previous year. Moreover, it has been followed by terrible earthquakes. All these prophecies were widely published even in distant lands before their fulfillment. In this, certainly, there is a great sign for those who can see. Allah has also informed him of another earthquake, which will be like doomsday. We do not know what Allah will reveal thereafter. Surely for those who are endowed with reason, there is a reason to fear. So explain and be rewarded, O brave young people, 
Is this the work of Allah or the fabrication of a human being? Verily, Allah has ordained deaths as well as gifts for this age. Those who believe and do not taint their faith with injustice will be granted gifts by the gracious God. However, those who do not repent nor seek forgiveness, nor does the piety of heart or the fear of that which has befallen the towns bring them to this servant of God, and who are guilty of a great rebellion against God, and like the intoxicated are bent on pursuing their worldly pursuits, they will be given a taste of death on a massive scale, because they had crossed all limits in disobedience. The heavens shall crash down upon their heads, and the earth shall split beneath their feet. Everyone shall encounter their due reward. The promise of God the requiter shall be fulfilled on that day. Another sign for him is that God gave him the glad tiding that the plague would not enter his house, and the earthquakes would not destroy him or his helpers, and that God would keep the evil of both these calamities away from his house. The arrows of both of them will not be brought out of the quiver, nor will they be shot, feathered, or sharpened. And so it has happened by the grace of Allah, the Lord of all the worlds. Surely this servant of God and his companions are living in peace by his mercy. They do not hear even their faintest sound, and have been granted protection from fright and wailing. On the other hand, you can see the havoc the plague is wreaking in our country, as well as the other regions and faraway lands. It is visiting the streets and the markets. Similarly, the earthquakes do not seek permission from residents, nor do they ask their victims before they strike and destroy. They continue to wreak havoc on this country. In the township of this servant of God, many people within its vicinity and neighborhood fell prey to it and died of the plague in the houses situated left and right and all around, whereas not even a mouse, let alone a human being, has died within the premises of his home. There is a sign in this for the ones who has eyes. By God should you seek to count the signs the Almighty God has showered in support of this servant of his. You will certainly not be able to count them. Such a variety of wonderful bounties have been laid out for him as have not been witnessed or tasted by anyone in this age. Certainly in this there is vivid proof of his truthfulness for people who reflect, those who do not hasten to reject and ponder over the matter. Another sign for him is that Allah hears his prayers and does not let his cries and supplications go to waste. I have already recorded a large number of illustrations of this acceptance of prayer in the book Hakikatul Wahi and how God showered his grace whenever he turned to his Lord with earnest supplications. There is no need to repeat them here. Anyone who is enslaved by doubt should refer to the book Hakikatul Wahi. Yet another sign for him is that God Almighty has granted great eloquence to his statements in the Arabic language, with due regard to truth and wisdom, even though he is not an Arab, nor was he well versed in their language, nor had he thoroughly studied the vast corpus of Arabic literature. Likewise, he is not from among those who have been fed milk from the breast of eloquence. Footnote start, meaning that Arabic is not his mother tongue, which he learned from his mother in the cradle. Footnote end. Yet there was not even a single human being who could compete with him in this fierce battle. In fact, they, his opponents, did not even come close to challenging him out of the fear of humiliation. This God-given eloquence is in fact the drink that no other has sipped in this age. 
God offered him to partake of this drink, so he drank it from the Lord of all mankind. You neither reflect nor act with righteousness, so where are you going? Do you say that he is a poet? Actually, the poets do not speak except in vain talk, and they wander aimlessly in every valley. Have you ever seen a poet who does not forsake truth and verities, and does not utter anything except points of cognition and subtle truths, and does not speak except in wisdom, and does not utter anything but subtle points replete with knowledge about God? Rather, the poets speak like those who talk nonsense or like madmen who babble deliriously. On the contrary, you will find this discourse of mine to be filled with subtle points of spirituality and divine insights. Moreover, it is designed with the utmost refinement, exquisite composition, and lofty wording, and you will not find it in anything without purpose. What is the matter with you that you do not reflect? God is my witness that my writings are a shadow of the eloquence of the Holy Quran, so that it may be a sign for those who reflect. Do you allege that I am a plagiarist? If you are truthful, then do produce the likes of these plagiarized pages, which adhere firmly to truth and wisdom. Is there a writer amongst you who can compose the caliber of writing I have composed? If you cannot do so, and you certainly will not, then know that it is a sign like other signs for a people who see. In brief, God has revealed every sign for the sake of this servant of his and has aided him with all kinds of succor. He has comprehended within him every sign of the truthful and all the characteristics of the messengers. He trained him in the best possible manner and enabled him to perform the cardinal virtues. He made him follow his sunnah, go through the same experiences that he has established for all the prophets. As a result, any attack on him amounts to an attack upon all the prophets, and indeed upon everyone sent by the Lord of Grandeur. Furthermore, God assured him of his protection in times of danger and invested him with steadfastness and stability under all circumstances, and helped him when the conspirators hatched plots against him. He protected him from the mischief of the mischief-makers, from the harm of the harmful and the attack of the attackers. He provided him ease after hardship and shade after heat. Therefore, O community of the righteous, reflect over this. Could reason allow the Holy Lord to grant these rewards and support to a man whom he knows to be amongst the fabricators? Can any text or statement of the Lord of all the worlds be found in this regard? And do you find any such precedent of this anywhere in the universe? Can reason affirm that all such matters can be found in their entirety in an imposture? That he ascribes falsehood to God day and night and does not repent from his lies by discarding his own shamelessness, nevertheless God grants him respite for twenty-six years, reveals to him knowledge of the unseen in abundance, helps him in every way, and grants him succor in every mubahila against his enemies? Certainly not. Indeed, such a statement can be uttered only by someone who does not believe in the best of judges. Beware, Allah's curse is upon the people who ascribe lies to Allah, and upon those who reject his messengers, despite witnessing the signs of their truthfulness, they knowingly deny signs which they have seen. Do they not see that an impostor is never supported like the truthful? Were such a one to be supported, the whole affair would have been confused and falsehood would have been mingled with truth. There would have remained no difference between the recipients of revelation from Allah and the impostors. 
Beware, the curse of Allah is upon the one who forges lies against Allah or rejects the truthful. Whosoever rejects the truthful or forges lies, Allah will gather them together in a fire that he has prepared for them and they will be incapable of escaping therefrom. God will say, What number of years did you tarry in the earth? They will say, We tarried for a day or a part of a day, but ask those who keep count. He will say, We tarried but a little, if only you knew. Sulaim Mu'minun, chapter 23, verse 113 to 115 of the Holy Quran. Those who had rejected the truth would say, What has happened to us that we see not the men whom we used to reckon among the wicked? Surah Sa'ad, chapter 38, verse 63 of the Holy Quran. And we reckon them to be among the liars. On that day, God will inform them that those people are in heaven and you will abide for long in the burning hot hell. There they will testify to the truth of the prophets under the canine teeth of hell. Woe unto those who reject. When it is said to them, Let us turn to the book of Allah for arbitration between us and you. They say, Nay, we shall instead follow our past elders. They have, in fact, abandoned the scriptures of Allah. Instead, you will find them to rely on others, i.e. books, besides them. They flee from the one who has been sent to them, even though he is Al-Hakam, the Arbiter, commissioned by Allah, and Allah testified to his truth, and he is indeed the best of testifiers. He appeared at the head of the century, and God sent down such signs for him that help cure the sick and diminish the need for back-and-forth discussion. However, the signs are of no use to a people who exceed the limit. O wise people, he has been raised at the time of true need when Islam faces great hardships at the hands of the disbelievers, and just when two eclipses, lunar and solar, have taken place during Ramadan, as was prophesied. He has invited you to truth, as supported by true insight. He has been aided by everything that is provided as assistance to the elect of God and those whom he loves. Furthermore, the age demands that he should come and silence the disbelievers with arguments and demolish what they have constructed. He is calling the people of the age, and the age is calling for him. Despite that, those who exceed the limit go on denying him are ever so eager to deride him and view him with the ridicule. He is indeed the promised Messiah, the one to break the cross with clear arguments based on true guidance, in much the same way the cross broke the body of the earlier Messiah. Now is the time for the rays of Islam to reach their zenith. The promised Messiah came at the time of midday when the heat is at its peak by the command of the all-knowing God, so that Allah may reveal his complete light to mankind after darkness. As a result, his truth has been manifested like the sea when it surges or the deluge when it strikes. These matters were destined for him for the latter days by the gracious God. Hence it happened exactly as ordained by the munificent God. He looked at the Indian subcontinent and found it worthy of the seed of this Khalifa, Vicegerency. For in the beginning of creation, this part of the world was the cradle of the first Adam. Footnote start. Here I have prefixed the definite article al to the word Adam. However, in this context, it is used as an indefinite noun. In my opinion, the word Adam is not of Hebrew origin. Of course, it may have concurrent use in both languages. Such concurrence of usage is found in abundance in that language and in Arabic.
I've clearly established in my book, Manano Rahman, that Arabic is the mother of tongues and all other languages have been derived from it with the passage of time. Footnote end. This is why God raised the Adam of latter days in this part of the world, with a view to establishing their mutual resemblance and connecting the beginning to the end, and thus completing the full circle of the divine call, as was the requirement of truth and wisdom. Thus the time has now come back to its original state and reached its destined form, which the best of creation, Holy Prophet ﷺ, had referred to. Thus it was that in this blessed land the end point merged with the starting point and the sun rose in the east. This is what was recorded in the holy scriptures of Allah, so that those people should be comforted, so that those people should be comforted whose tears did not cease upon viewing darkness. Their cheeks radiate their happiness and they take delight in it. Allah has indeed removed all thorns of doubts from their path. As a result, they walk in peace and they have been transported from wilderness to gardens. They have come out of the dark cave to the light of the Lord of all creation and behold, they have begun to see. They have moved from the wilderness to the fortress of God, the protector. Lamps of faith have been lit in their hearts and they have entered the safe haven of peace to which satanic people cannot even come close. And for those who love the life of this world, their hearts have been sealed, therefore they do not understand. The night has cast its shroud over them and darkness has spread its ropes. Therefore they are straying in darkness. O brave young people, once again I ask you, so that the argument is clinched against him who rejects the truth and the reward be established for the one who speaks the truth, keeps guard over his righteousness and faith and does not follow the paths of Satan. Give me your verdict about the one who says that he has been sent by Allah and every day he is helped by Allah and is honored and never dishonored. His Lord God is with him at every step. He provides for his needs expeditiously and blesses his provisions, life, jamaat, followers, and community. He grants him succor and acceptance among the people, many times greater than could be imagined in the beginning of his mission. He elevates his remembrance and spreads it to all parts of the world and carries it to all sides and ends of the earth. He elevates his rank and makes his arguments magnificent. He grants him clear victory in every field and causes his praises to flow from the tongues. He hears his prayers at the time of adversity and disgraces his enemies and perfects his bounties to such an extent that people begin to feel jealous on this account. God destroys whoever enters into a mubahla, prayer duel, with him and disgraces the one who seeks to disgrace him. He inspires people at large to think and speak well of him and protects him from all kinds of dishonor. He declares him free of the slanders hurled upon him and helps him in extraordinary ways on all occasions. He declares him innocent of all that is said about him by the ignoble. Allah testifies to his truth with signs that are not granted except to the truthful and with the support reserved only for the truthful. He blesses his lifespan, his breath, his words, his arguments and the signs he shows. People are attracted to him in large numbers to hear his words and seek his favorable attention. He endears him to his righteous servants and gathers large parties of sincere followers towards him. Initially, he causes him to emerge as a seed that sends forth its sprout, with no one among the people being him, but then 
He makes him like a grand tree, and a large number of people take shelter in their shade and fruits. Through him, God bestows life to the soil of the hearts, so that it becomes fertile, and he illumines the faces with his arguments, and they begin to glow. Through him, he opens the eyes that were blind, the ears that were deaf, and the hearts that were wrapped up in heedlessness. O brave young people, you have witnessed all of this. You have seen for yourselves how some members of my community demonstrated supernormal steadfastness to the extent that some of them were murdered and some stoned to death only because they belonged to this community. They fulfilled their vow with truthfulness and firm faith and drank the cup of martyrdom like a pure wine and surrendered their lives blissfully. It certainly constitutes a sign for one who has eyes. I swear by Allah, that from the early days of his adolescence up until now, this servant of God has been witnessing a large variety of bounties from the gracious God. Whenever one bounty was delayed, another would appear instead. Every time trouble of any kind was posed by an enemy, it was warded off by Allah, and he continued to remain victorious in each and every battle, until the time came for divine help to reach him, and truth became distinct from falsehood, doubt vanished away and a multitude of people had recourse to him. Those who asked, Whence did you come by all this? God demonstrated to them that all this was from him. Those who sought to disgrace him, God caused them to taste disgrace and destruction and placed them under the threat of the hatchet. Whenever they held their heads high, the divine hand came down hard on them. It happened thus so that they may acquire hearts with which they should understand and ears with which they should hear and so that they may be awakened, or their sensory organs be sharpened, and so that they may be awakened, or their sensory organs be sharpened. Among them are many who entered into a mubahla, and in consequence were smitten with disgrace or were destroyed, or their lineal descendants were cut off, so that Allah might awaken them from their slumber. Whenever they hatched a plot, God defended his servant, even if their machination was powerful enough to move mountains, and he caused every conspirator to taste something of a chastisement. And God recoiled the curse upon everyone who invoked curses upon his servant. But the prayer of the disbelievers is of no avail. Surah Mu'min, chapter 40, verse 51 of the Holy Quran.